I was going to bring in some 0% gin today because you mentioned in one of the emails when you were planning on coming in today that you quite like gin and tonic. I do like gin. Have you seen our alcohol-free beer uh, episodes? Yeah. But I forgot it. Oh. I thought I could have had some but I, I, like, I like the drunk bit of the gin, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just the taste it's you're going for. It's not just the then. same. No. Oh, no. But we are quite getting into our, our beers, our coffee beers. Yeah, well, I bought you some Hobson's Brewery ones. Oh, okay. I think you're our them. first uh, podcast guest that's brought us so much. Oh, <laughs> so see? So well done, big tick in the box. I'm your first. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have to have that on display. Everyone loves the Dayaxi gift, so I always... Um, Try and take him wherever yeah, I go. It's a shame we're going to have to get our merch sorted now. Yeah. So Make sure you put me on the, the list. Yeah, to <laughs> repay you for <laughs> yeah. more merch. Yes, merch please. exchange. Please. Good. Well, should we do our podcast for this week then? Yep. Ready to go? So, hello and welcome again to the SME Growth Podcast from Wilmerdale. I'm Dave Parry, and every week we try and come up with something of interest to talk to growing business owners about, uh, just to cover the various challenges they have in growing their businesses. And we're very lucky today to have a guest. Richard's off gallivanting somewhere at being half term, but we've got Madwoods here. Hello, yeah. Hello. From Dyke Yaxley. Yeah. Dyke Yaxley, largest accounting firm in town? Uh, one of the bigger One of, ones. maybe, yeah. Maybe not the largest. So we met at an exhibition the other week. Yeah. And we were talking about our podcast, and you guys don't do one yet. Yeah. So I thought this might be an opportunity. Show yeah. you how one works. Definitely. Come in and talk about ours. Yeah. And talk to our audience a little bit about how to market an accounting firm. Yeah, I'll try. Try yeah. and explain. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit first then about Dyke Yaxley, just to sort of set the scene. Um, so we've got an office in Shrewsbury and an office in Telford. Um, and we've also got a DYUSA side of the firm as well. So we've got an office in Ohio. Um, Whereabouts in Ohio? It is Cleveland. Oh, up, up north. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So some of our staff, some of their staff work in our office. Mm-hmm. And some of our staff travel over there, sort of doing like UK to USA tax returns, things mm. like that. Um, but yeah, I'd say we've definitely grown since I've been there seven years nearly now. Um, yeah. Definitely grown, definitely advancing technology-wise, marketing-wise. Well, that's good to hear because quite yeah. often you hear some professional service firms a bit stuck in the past. Still. It is hard because you do have yeah, <laughs> you do have you do have some people that are stuck in their ways, which they're going to be, aren't they? If yeah. they've done something for thirty that's years or. Some of the staff have been there 40 odd years, mm. if not more, some of them. So it's a great place That's to a work. Shift, yeah. Definitely, yeah. A lot of loyalty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, what's your role then? What do you do there? So, I'm marketing assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just me and one other colleague, Jackie, who's my boss. Um, and we market our services, really. We tend to sort of follow the brand awareness side of marketing mm-hmm. rather than selling. Yeah. Um, so, We'd like do to you think there's a gap between brand awareness and selling called lead gen, or do you go straight from brand awareness to selling in your mind? In my mind, it's one or the other. Right. I think you're either selling your service or your product, or you're sort of keeping your presence out there, which is what yeah. we like to do. We don't sort of like to do the hard selling mm-hmm. side of it. Um, we tend to just want our clients to know that we're here. Don't yeah. forget we're here if you need anything, and mm. sort of get into people's minds in case they do need an accountant. Yeah. So I'm intrigued by how professional service firms market themselves because mm-hmm. it's quite tricky. You haven't got a solid product is, to show, yeah. so anything visual is very tricky. Yeah. We're going to show a calculator or something. It is. Yeah. So that for a start, that's tricky. But also the choice of a product like yours, a mm-hmm. bit like consulting or yeah. legal services or tax or whatever, it's something that people probably want to put to the back of their mind 
not really think too yeah. much about. It's kind of a one of those inconvenient yeah. facts of life. You've got to have Something it. Something I've got to pay for, sort of thing. Yeah. Like buying the loo rolls, you know. Someone yeah. has to do it. Got to do happens. it, yeah. So I'm interested in how you interrupt that thought process at key points to actually get someone to change their mind and choose a different accountant. So we tend to like to use the sort of voice of the customer. Mm -hmm. So we like to go out and take photos of staff with clients, happy yeah. clients that are happy with our work and that can have a nice photo like with a horse or a sports car and sort of try and get yeah. that out there. So it looks... Yeah, I've seen some of those. They yeah, look good. So we, faces are recognised. Yeah, we like to do that. And then people are like, oh, I recognise them. Yeah. Or, yeah. And yeah, definitely a lot of ours is referrals through existing clients. I think yeah. that's how we get the majority of our of our clients. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we just try, especially when we're at um, shows and expos, we try and show that we're not these fuddy-duddy accountants yeah. sort of thing. And me and Jackie tend to go and we have all the bright, colourful merchandise. Yeah. And we try and make it a bit more inviting than stuffy accountants in suits, which there are some stuffy <laughs> accountants in suits. Yeah. But the majority of us just normal people, really. Do you think that's the same approach taken by the other accountants you see attending shows and exhibitions? Or do you sort of stand out a bit differently? Yes, I think I'd say maybe five years ago or so, we were definitely the odd ones out for starting to brighten things up oh, right. and yeah. be a bit more casual like yeah. we'd start wearing jeans to <gasps> expo like Shock. the minstrelly show would be in jeans mm. and the other accountants would be in their suits and their heels and i'd definitely say in the last maybe three three four years um you've seen it die down a little bit i think people have realized you don't have to be stood in a suit to be professional so others have really copied you or followed you or whatever, yeah maybe not necessarily us but i definitely noticed it mm. more because i think a lot of people used to say to us oh you're really you really stand out your your colors yeah. really stand out and you're really chill and you're having a laugh yeah. but it seems to be a lot of people are sort of taking suit now and yeah. doing the same sort i guess post-covid the era of the suit is almost yeah us, people realize they don't you can be in the comfort of your own home or your own clothes and still mm. be a professional service yeah Definitely. Yeah. So tell me, we talk a lot about buyer personas and buyer journeys yeah. in our world, don't we? So from your point of view, when you're talking to accountants, what sort of buyer personas do you have in mind when you're constructing your messages? Someone who wants to work with us as much as we want to work with them. We don't just yeah. want someone who needs a quick fix, mm -hmm. who's not interested in our ethos and what we do. Mm -hmm. They just want us to get a job done and they're not interested in anything else. We'd, we want someone who's going to grow, who's mm. looking. They want to grow their business. They want to grow. I mean, they want to expand their services because we have loads of different services in house, yeah. like HR services. I, we've got our own IT company, mm -hmm. things like that. So, yeah, it's pe people that want to grow, really, grow with us. And are they just business owners or do you have private clients as well? No, we've got individual clients, sort of individual mm. tax clients. Mm. We have multi-million pound businesses small tiny businesses so quite a range then. yeah and do you segment your market do you think of your market with you know that's the, the segment that we call the sme segment these are the large yeah. ones individuals yeah so we've got quite a few different ways we segment and really we we have things by interest so if people we know people like play golf especially we have golf oh, days so okay. we'll mark that on the system mm -hmm. that they like things like that but yeah as in business wise we'll have small 
small, medium, large, uh, top 40, things yeah. like that. Because um, it's definitely easier to market then and know yeah. sort of the marketing spend you're going to spend on. You don't want to be going spending thousands of pounds on a marketing ploy to someone who's only going to make you £80, for example. Mm. Mm. You've got to work large because you're running a business at the end of the yeah, day, it's aren't you? commercially viable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And are there are certain key events that you construct a marketing around, like, say, the change of ownership of a business or the death of an owner? Or, you know, um, are these things? matter to you or do you think that just happens in the background and not so much I mean personally through Diaxley we've done quite a few acquisitions and that and we Mm. tend to market them a lot but not really anything to do with the clients we wouldn't um unless they are like we do a lot of corporate finance so Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll have those where um we'll say oh this business is doing this um for example um and but they've asked us to do that right so it's not as if you're reaching out to a particular segment like that. You're, no. you're like you describe that brand awareness style of marketing. You just want to keep the name out there. Yeah, it's just keeping our it's keeping our colours and our brand and our our merchandise um, and our staff's faces in people's minds. So if mm. anything does happen, like the death of a of a father or something, mm. and the the farm needs to be moved down into their name, yeah. they think, oh, I remember seeing that account in, in the newspaper. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. still follow the old suits of marketing as well so like yeah. the newspapers magazines um but we also try and do all the newer stuff so social yeah work. so let's go on to that because i was yeah. interested in your marketing mix generally you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um shows even exhibitions fair yeah. enough Angley, i've seen you in print as well in magazines didn't yeah. realize you're doing much in newspapers as well so what, what's yeah. the mix look like across the piece yeah so it's pretty even really we tend to do a lot of like sort of online and offline um, so we do the shropshire star shropshire magazine um, we still, up till recently, I think up till COVID, I'd say, we still sort of did like physical newsletters that we'd send out, especially to mm. like medical doctors and mm. farming one as well. Um, but definitely since COVID, they've all gone digitally gone digital. now. Right. Yeah. Um, but did we, you get good enough open rates on that compared yeah, to response Yeah, print? quite good. I'd say print invitations i think print's probably better because mm-hmm. we did try doing digital invitations because we do like golf um golf days football evenings we've got Stuart pierce mm. coming in november for mm. a football evening mm. um so we did try the last couple of years since covid to keep them digital and we weren't really getting much up no. as much uptake as we did pre-covid i can see why an invitation a bit like that wedding invitation it, it it's the hangs excitement around of having it, it as well isn't nice it I think it's more it physical nicely. and mm. uh, you feel a bit more special don't you having mm. an invitation but even with you mentioned the newsletter there and certain segments i don't want to stereotype too much but some people react better to something on paper yeah, yeah. maybe it's an age thing especially maybe the older generation yeah generation. Um, it's like we have a lot of farming clients agricultural clients well, thinking that and as half well. of them don't even have mobiles well, so they're yeah. out in the field a lot yeah, they're working they on site or construction you're yeah. not going to be sat in front of a That's laptop or yeah so i think i i mean i've been taking the replies today and i definitely think we've had more than we would of this time last year hmm. already from sending physical ones out do you think you'll go back to physical newsletters then um I'm not sure. I suppose it depends what one. So I think the farming one would be good. Mm. It does depend on your clientele. Mm. I think agricultural is definitely, you need to stay a bit more paper. Um, But things like the corporate finance network and things like that, they're all businessy, businessy. Yeah, Yeah. they've got to be digital. So it's horses for courses and you just got to know your customer really. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's just knowing. And it's it's quite a nice company because you do get to know all the customers because of the amount of sort of events and that we do. I I mean, it took me seven years. I started to recognise faces now. but my, like jackie for example she knows every client well yeah every client from from face or anything yeah 
And we're talking a lot of clients, right? D1 oh, yeah, we've got, probably got over, maybe over 3,000, I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a big yeah. client base, yeah. yeah. I guess if you see them more often enough. Well, yeah, yeah. and you've worked there 47 years or something, it's, you're going to know more, aren't you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's a good shift there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So we've talked about um, print there in terms of invitations and the newsletters run away. With exhibitions, what do you, do they work for you? How do you measure the success of an event like that? We don't really. I mean, we do we do get some leads from it because we, we, we do track our leads that come mm. in and how they come in and mm-hmm. to, um, to market and just get quite the majority of, of mm-hmm. incoming leads. For new customers. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just about keeping us out there, really. Mm. It's keep, it's not even to clients, it's to referrers, so like solicitors yeah. and banks. That so they're they a different are, persona, not a buyer yeah, persona, if you like. but they're definitely key referrers And do you have us. different messaging then for your referrers compared to your um, customers? I wouldn't say so, really, no, because I suppose they're just sort of referring us to the customer we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we've worked with them, some of them for years and years and years. Yeah, so, so they know you anyway. Yeah, it's different. I suppose if it was a new... If it's a new um, a new referral, a new client, we do do sort of like presentations and that and explain yeah. our ethos and what we do and um, what we're after mm-hmm. as well as what, what they're after, trying to find that out as well. Yeah. Um, and is that the same distinction or lack of distinction between existing customers and prospects, non-customers? Do you send the same messaging out for them or do you tailor um, that differently? Yeah, I suppose it is tailored slightly. Mm. Um, we want our existing customers to know oh we do this service as well mm. did you know we do this service sort of thing um whereas new customers we're trying to get everyone in as a package service now rather right. than just just having in their accounts done or just an audit yeah um they, they, we can they could do we could do the hr we can do their tax returns we mm. can do so much more basically so existing customers are more likely to know that so yeah different style what are you aiming to get from an existing customer just, just to keep them happy really yeah keep them happy keep the relationship yeah. we want valued relationship we send out client satisfaction forms and we chase up on those if yeah. someone isn't happy with something are you looking for the upsell of a cross sell all the time or is that it just comes when it comes. Yeah, it just comes when it comes. Really, right. it's not. Um, like you say not too salesy. Yeah, we've never. I've never been told you need to sell this or you need to sell mm. this amount or anything like that or you need to be pushy. It's always yeah. been told we just want to keep our clients happy, um, and if we get more clients, that's a bonus. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're talking about the marketing mix there, when mm-hmm. we go through those things. What about digital? Where does that sit in the in the broad spectrum of what you do? Digital was pretty much non-existent when I started, mm-hmm. and obviously, I like I was saying to you before this, mm-hmm. I started in a web development background. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I come, I pushed for a long time mm-hmm. to get lots of digital things happening. Um, we had Twitter, and I think that was it when I started. Oh, okay. so that was seven years ago, so it was quite How behind, really. Mm. Yeah, it was quite behind for the time. Um, but we've got Twitter, LinkedIn. Everyone in the company should have a LinkedIn account now. Um, Instagram, Facebook, all your standards. Um, I've never really gone for the Snapchat or the TikTok. I don't think it fits what we are. I suppose you could do the odd thing on there, but personally, I don't think it's. It's an interesting stat that the fastest growing demographic of users on TikTok is yeah. thirty-five to forty-five-year-old males. Yeah, see, a lot of our a lot of our clients recently are younger people, and mm-hmm. um, so I managed to get us on Instagram because I said we need to be on Instagram because yeah. um, of the demographics. Um, but yeah, we we do the odd videos on YouTube, but um, our USA side tends to use that a lot more because of right. the time difference and stuff, so yeah. it's easier. But I think digital's it's the future isn't it it needs to what about email campaigns yeah 
We do email campaigns. What sort of frequency do you think a customer can put up with before they're annoyed? I'd, well, we do ours bi-weekly, so once every two weeks. Right. And we don't get that many unsubscribes. Maybe once a month the you could get the odd one. Um, but I definitely wouldn't send one more than once a week. Yeah. I'd get annoyed personally. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, two a month, that's okay, I suppose. It depends on the content. Yeah. I mean, ours tends to be news relating to vacancy news, yeah. um, office news, um, and vacancies, really. Yeah. But we try to keep it simple. We try not to keep it too dreary. Yeah. Try and keep it a bit lively. We put a bit of charity news in there. And what do you think about the argument, and I've seen some companies do this, where if a number of emails go out and they're not even cl- not even opened, mm-hmm. they're not clicked, they just mark them as an unengaged contact and remove them from the mailing list? I disagree with that. I think mm. you should try to get them engaged, for sure. So you'd keep going until they unsubscribe? I'd keep going, but I wouldn't sort of drill them. Yeah, but <laughs> only the same frequency yeah, every hour. Yeah, right? keep it the same frequency, but maybe have a look more into their demographics what they're mm. interested in have a little bit a bit more of a look into it mm. um they might not be interested in what you're sending out so yeah. what are they interested in yeah you need to why do you think the content then is skewed towards i'm gonna say it's a tough question isn't it towards accountants you're giving accounting news you are accountants yeah. right yeah but your audience are business people they're not they all accountants, are. are they it tends to be sort of what's relating to their business so right. hmrc have decided to bring this yeah. this legal thing I or mm-hmm. um, they're closing the tax return date quicker than yeah. you thought it's sort of like news that businesses need to know so yeah it might not always be relatable to some but some of them will there's quite a mix of topics in there sort of for big businesses or smaller businesses yeah um, but yeah I mean if if you don't if they don't want to read it they can delete it and see yeah, if next well, week's right. is alright <laughs> doesn't matter maybe once every yeah, year they see something yeah. they like yeah I mean it's, I think a lot of them like to see our charity stuff as well because we do a lot of um, CSR and fundraising mm-hmm. so we have new charities every year um, so that's a key part of your messaging really then part of your argument yeah. about brand building yeah. you need to show that you're you know, human Doing beings st- outside yeah. of being yeah. and we like to try and keep it local as well so we like to keep it local to Shrewsbury or at least Shropshire right. um, so we've got the Shrewsbury Food Hub um, and we've got the Buddy Bag Foundation this year. Right. Um, so we tend to try and put a lot of stuff on there about what we've been doing, like to sh- like you say, to show we are human. Mm. We've been doing a bake sale. Look at these yeah. awful cake smells, mate. Because <laughs> Mel can't bake. Um, but yeah. Well, just that's the thought, because I had this discussion with someone the other day as well. When you've got a social account like Twitter, which mm-hmm. is reasonably informal compared to, say, LinkedIn. Yeah. But even I've seen some LinkedIn posts going this way as well. The subject matter can veer off the specialism we're yeah. trying to promote that we have yeah. and go into the, the bake sale yeah. or the it's apparently it's World Lima Day today okay. yeah. and every now and again there'll be a World Mental Health Day or a World yeah. Women's yeah. Day or whatever and you get the jumping on the bandwagon yeah. it's nothing to do with yours no. and then it goes even beyond that and it's strictly Coming on Saturday night did you see it and, yeah. that. and I'm wondering it doesn't work for me that it no. crosses a line you may have heard it in one of the podcasts we yeah. did a couple of weeks ago if I've tuned into the DY newsletter or social, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. To suddenly get someone else's view on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. No, I agree. I I receive a newsletter and um, this one goes into 
the most random things but sometimes i can't help but sit and read it no, I see it's working. Um, yeah. but ours i suppose we have internal news wires and mm. we have external ones as well so the staff inside the company will get the external one as well and mm. um, but obviously the internal one only goes to them so we had one recently we have well-being emails so hr send me all the information and i'll make it all look nice and send mm. it out um, but that was a that was a lot about um mental health day mm-hmm. um about the menopause about all sorts of things but i wouldn't put that on the external one we put no, a poster that's quite on topical, isn't yeah it? we put a poster on that oh it's mental health day yeah. we're supporting it but that was it yeah. if you want to know by you click that link and go to their website yeah. um but no we, we don't we try not to push too much random things like that at the end of the day you're still a professional service so you've still got a sort of a, a style guideline you know yeah just in terms of what type of things are yeah. we really trying to come across as. yeah i think you just sort of learn learn that yeah. as you sort of grow with the business really yeah. don't you i've never really been told you can't put this on there or you can't put that but I suppose you just you just know you're trying to work out what's effective. Yeah, from what you've, you've got to push the boundaries a little bit. I think with marketing, haven't you? You've got to see. Can we notice, right? Yeah, Purple and I mean stuff. things like Mailchimp and that they've got the test the, the mm. test um, sections on there. Nice, they'll slightly mm. change your headings and see which one works better. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've been learning about that, um, and it's quite interesting, really. Yeah, you, you talked about internal marketing there as well. Yeah. We did a podcast on that one. I did listen to that one. Yeah, it's quite interesting yeah. subject. And yeah. some larger firms, they'll even do a podcast just for internal just use. For their the internal chief internal exec use. will be talking yeah. to the staff. You got seven thousand around the world. Yeah, most effective way to communicate. Yeah. sounds like you know, even though you're not several thousand. You're no. how many employees have you about got? One hundred twenty, I think. Right, more than hundred. Yeah. So there's still a job to do there to communicate oh, definitely. internally. Yeah, definitely. Do you think of it as two different? jobs if you like the internal marketing has to have some time and we need yes i definitely do um especially with the csr because i tend to do a lot of the marketing for that to the internal company and so i do sort of see it as two separate things um, because i have to market all that to all the staff um but yeah definitely i'd say so you get some good feedback yeah we do I do, yeah. Everyone always comes up to me and says, oh, I love that poster you did. And yeah, I'm like, well, oh, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they contribute to it. Well, they give you material to put into it. Yeah, no, stuff. yeah. So that's, some staff are better than others, I must say. Um, some um, sections of the company are obviously constantly busy, some aren't. So you sort yeah. of know who to ask if you want some copy or yeah. some photos doing. You know who, who's, who will do it for you. Yeah. Um, but no, they, are, they tend so to be quite good. That's a challenge that I think lots of marketeers face, isn't it? The subject matter experts internally you, yeah. you you can't know everything you need to promote what they know not what you know That's it, yeah. so you need some time with them either to interview them or get some copy written or whatever or even the way we do it video someone and get them sit down in front of one of these cameras and, yeah. and have a bit of a chat so how do you get people to realize that you're not just there to be in the way you're actually trying to get them more work yeah it's really difficult especially when you're not an accountant as well mm. and you work in an office of 120 accountants and they you ask oh can i just have some some mm. help so i can understand this and they're like well it's so 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 and you're like i don't know what that means i'm mm. not an accountant yeah but <laughs> um, nor will all your audience be will they, they you've got no, business owners. no exactly no so yeah i do i think it, it helps having myself and my colleague not being accountants because we not mm. dumb it down but we translate yeah more. sort of translate it into more layman's terms so mm. if i can understand it and i'm awful i still have to count on my fingers and i work at an accountant <laughs> so if i if i can understand it mm. i'd hope that the 
the people reading it would be yeah, able to understand. It strikes me as it. an opportunity there, back to the buyer persona question of segmentation. Yeah. You could have one style of messaging to people who you know are accountants yeah. and one to yeah. business owners that are yeah. still interested in yeah, business, you could, yeah. but they don't know about the latest gap yeah. treatment of this particular... Yeah, I, the amount of time I've spent Googling accountancy words mm. in the last seven years, I could... Um, probably have a whole day off yeah. uh, <laughs> you do get you do get the hang of it eventually but no it is a fine line without so you trying to, to it. you try to get that balance in all of your messaging rather yeah. than saying some output could yeah. be technical you don't do that you say all of it should I'd be accessible say maybe things like i said earlier like the corporate finance network you can go a bit more technical oh, okay. sort of maybe more businessy rather than accountancy yeah. um because you know it's going to business owners for yeah. example um but if it was like a copy or an advert for the newspaper i would think personally would my nan understand that because i know my nan reads the newspaper yeah. so you've got to sort of think about your audience again and who's yeah. who's using what type of of method yeah um social media again you can sort of go a bit more slangy on social media can't right. you whereas linkedin i'd be a bit more professional so you have different tones of voice yeah of it's all basically the same but it's mm. just sort of toning it it's slightly different for each yeah. channel wait till you get into tiktok You'll be all yeah. over that. <laughs> I've, I've tried tiktok personally with my daughter she films me all the time on it but yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking to a client at the moment <laughs> that uh, they have it's interesting they they sell driving lessons for under 18s okay so the people they don't but under 18s don't buy that right mm. they're bought by parents and grandparents right so they market that in the good old-fashioned social ways you know facebook yeah and stuff. whereas the under 18s they don't use facebook anymore they moved off that years yeah. ago never did it they they're on instagram and so snapchat they're, well not even instagram i think it's TikTok, TikTok no yeah and snapchat but tiktok adverts and so on so yeah. it's quite a challenge then to work out Split, how do you yeah. influence the user the consumer who isn't yeah. the customer I mean, yeah, this space, that's the good thing. I, we know no one really under, under the age of 18 are going to need our services. Uh, so that's one good thing. Yeah. Um, so we definitely know we don't need to go into that channel at the minute. Unless well, people, I still think you'd be surprised. Yeah. I think <laughs> the demographic of that is a lot older than Getting bigger, yeah. And there's, there's clients we know that have done a lot of business through it. Yeah. Uh, caravan salespeople. Might be know. something we'll have to look into, definitely. It's, a, it's just a different style, like you said, about tone of voice. Yeah, You've yeah. got to be, we were looking at it earlier this morning, and we pride ourselves in some pretty good videography work, mm -hmm. which is no good on TikTok. It's got to be a bit jerky, a yeah, bit Yeah, and a bit on your phone. And yeah, it's yeah. got to be done on the phone. Yeah. It's got to be, you know, bouncy around and, you know, jingly jangly headings and that yeah. sort of thing. But that's the style you're going for. That's what yeah. fits in. Yeah. So we talked a bit about um, measures earlier, and it is tricky, especially if your focus is brand building. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel your department is judged? What sort of measures do you have to report on? Um, I'd say our reviews and our testimonials is a big thing. Oh, right. um, so directors like to see those. Yeah. Um, and do you ask for them then? Is part of your marketing to say, please we rate do, us? We do and we don't. So some, a lot of them will come through naturally. Um, they'll come from sort of emails or conversations mm. where they've said oh i'm really happy blah 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 um oh, where do you put those then if they're not coming through say google reviews or trust yeah so they go we have like a spreadsheet and then we'll we'll collate them and then we'll stick them on the website right. um but we also track them sort of how many we get and where yeah. they're coming from and um, do you use any of the formal reviewing websites independent we ones? have got yell we've got yeah. yell um we've got trustpilot and Google reviews, right. uh, but we also use our client satisfaction survey as well. So right. we've got sort of a scoring system where we do the net promoter score on there. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty new. We've always done the client satisfaction survey, but they used to go out by paper um, years and years and years ago. Um, and I'd say 
since COVID, we went digital and I started doing it um, through MailChimp. Uh, but it seems to be working well. We we sort of did an incentive on there that we'd donate £250 for charity of their choice every three months. So mm-hmm. if they filled out the survey, so we'd collate all the answers and then we'd what do a it. Raffle. Not everybody yeah, gets no. That, right? So we'd, we'd do a random generator. We'd give everyone a number, yeah. random generate, and then we'd donate that. And we seem to get a lot back. Not as much as we'd like, Yeah, but definitely a good amount well, it's hard to get people to give up you know any amount of the time it's yeah exactly technology. everyone's too busy aren't they I mean, who's going to listen to half an hour podcast TV? oh you know a thousand people apparently <laughs> yes yeah, right, yeah. thank you i don't think they all listen to all, all no. the half an hour any of the exciting ones <laughs> maybe the, the please bites. listen to this one yeah exactly <laughs> well you'll be sharing us around 120 people for yeah, sure they'll, they'll be definitely watching. good and how do you differentiate what you do compared to other accountants what messaging differences are there um we tend to use the slogan your business is our business so Mm -hmm. we care for your business like we would ours we care for your staff like we would our staff um and that's sort of the main route we've always sort of taken um and going back again is that we're quite chilled out we're not the stuffy accountants like like people think accountants are like Mm. um like when i say to someone i work in accountants they're like what Mm. because they just look at me and don't expect me to be Mm. (laughs) working at an accountant um, so I think that's, it's the main thing is that we're not everyday, boring, stuffy, do numbers. We are normal people. Well, it's a good tagline, isn't it? And that's yeah. a good thing to hook into. Yeah. I guess other accountants could say that, but if they're not saying it, they're not saying it. And you well, are. Well, so yeah, exactly. You've got to have your own. I suppose it's, it's a difficult one, really. People, people will go to the accountant, usually if their family have used it or someone's yeah. recommended them. It's not really a dog-eat-dog world. Mm. There's plenty of people that need an accountant. We've got a, more than enough clients. I'm sure the rest of the accountants well, have as well. regulations on your side in the, at a certain size. Yeah. Well, any limited company for a yeah. start. Yeah. And above ten million, you need orders to ask. Yeah, so yeah. Got, you know, so we've got everything that's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we've got payroll, we've got the yeah. HR, we've got audit accounts, tax corporate tax. Yeah, everything. plus the add-ons you mentioned of IT. So that's a nice little yeah. bit of diversification, really, isn't it? Horizontally, you're, yeah, you're doing other things that a yeah. business owner would and want. And I mean, we've got sort of like businesses that are sort of joint with us as well so you've got Henschel's insurance Mm -hmm. we've got kings and wealth management so we all sort of pass clients between each other Mm. as well um do you ever spend some of your marketing time promoting those angles whether it be those other companies or even your own it we tend to sort of share share things so we share events so we'll market it together and so like the football evening i mentioned Mm. we're doing that with kings and wealth management so we've sent out a joint invitation they've had some spaces we've had some spaces and then we sort of Introduce clients. Oh, they've got their own marketing function. They've got their own marketing, but we work yeah. together. We have monthly meetings sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that is a different company, isn't it? It is well, a different and company. And I know that maybe the HR and the IT are technically different companies, but they're more under your umbrella. HR's under our umbrella. IT, the IT company is now Flex IT, so they're yeah. their own company now. They're, so yeah. they're all in the same building, um, but they started off as being Dyke Axley and sort of got bigger and so bigger. So if they're doing their own marketing, yeah. does it matter if someone's taking an overarching view of the group to make sure that there's some sort of consistency, some um, acknowledgement that it's part of the same Yeah, I suppose the di- my, it's quite complicated really. So my, my marketing director, my big boss, he is the director of Flex IT as well. Mm-hmm. So he sort of oversees that. 
Um, and again, our meetings with the other companies sort of keep it on a level playing field really as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we don't... It's quite a bit of coordination. Yeah, sure. we, we wouldn't like yeah. to like overpower, oh, look at us, our logo's bigger on this invitation uh-huh, sort yes. of thing. No, not but at all. But even your choice of colours, your palettes. Yeah, sort of we want to work together. It's better working together, isn't it? No yeah. one wants to fall out or... Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're doing it for the clients. Yeah. So we're trying to keep clients happy. If their client might need an accountant, our client might need a financial advisor. So, okay. And there's benefits for our staff with, with that as well. So referral benefits, they can go into a draw to win money if they refer someone. So it's good for staff and clients, really. Yeah, that works well. Mm. So I just want to close out. When we met last and I invited you to come on the podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about your degree. Yeah. You're doing your degree. Are you? I'm doing two degrees. Well, you did mention that. <laughs> Crazy. Just to get that in there. <laughs> so what, which two degrees are you doing? I'm doing a professional marketing degree and a professional digital marketing degree. So they do yeah. sort of coincide with each other. Bit of overlap, but they're going in. Bit of overlap. Directions. So it basically meant I could do less modules, but right. do the whole two. So I'm doing a couple of extra modules and it'll cover two degrees right. um so i already got a distinction on my first assignment thank you only by one percent may i ask you didn't have to mention I that scraped bit. it through yeah, come on as a marketeer but you just mentioned you got a distinction, no you? i'm proud i didn't even think i get but i thought i'd get past mm. i didn't even expect a merit never mind a distinction right because i doubt myself but i was really really happy with that um i'm, I'm on my third one now so i think mm. i've got two more left right how useful do you think it is to have done a professional marketing qualification to be a marketeer? I definitely say you don't need it this day and age. If you are happy being a marketing assistant, for example, mm-hmm. I'm quite, I want to go bigger and better. Mm-hmm. I definitely envision myself being a marketing director one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was. it's more the business sort of side of it that interested me learning like the salesy businessy side of it and i think that's the bit that makes you want to do the degree and that's helping when you start definitely you're a broader business so you're learning awareness. things about like return on marketing investments yeah. and I'd, I'd never have known anything about that yeah. um have you had a chance to apply some of that then in your job definitely um and my colleagues have been really good they like write down everything you do and if you think if you think mm-hmm. it could work here we're happy to read through it and see what you think because we do i do a lot of case studies so i'm using like actually as my business yeah. while I'm doing it so it, it's definitely good it opens up a lot of doors I think well if you can crack how to measure return on marketing investment for a professional services firm yeah. you'll be in demand in lots of places <laughs> it's very stressful but yeah getting there an often asked question isn't it? <laughs> yeah good. It well it's fascinating to just have a look at another industry really and see yeah. how marketing works in something that's I think quite a challenge to market you haven't got a definitely. physical product it's definitely it's a challenge but always something different every day yeah. um and it, I've been there seven years, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> so it can't be, yeah. It doesn't sound like you'd hang around if you weren't being continuously no, challenged. No, I do really so. love it. I do love it. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you to Jackie for letting you come along yeah. this afternoon mm. and your big marketing yeah, boss. Yeah, my big marketing boss. <laughs> you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. No That's worries. Great. Thank you very much for having me. So thank you for listening or watching the SME Growth Podcast from Well Meadow. It's another one of our weekly episodes of about half an hour. We think of something different to talk about every week or get a guest in to talk about a different topic. As every week, we ask you to please subscribe to our podcasts wherever you find them and maybe click the little bell so you get notified when another episode drops. But more importantly, just tell your business colleagues that we're here and that we might be worth a listen when you're out walking the dog or driving the car or whatever else you're doing when you listen to your podcasts. So thanks a lot again for listening. And in the meantime, good luck with your business.